Welcome to Zen Bones, ancient wisdom for modern times. This is Mark Lesser. Why Zen Bones? Our world is in crisis and ever-shifting, and now, more than ever, more wisdom, clarity, and courage are essential, especially in the world of work, business, and leadership. In this week's episode, we begin with a short guided meditation with an emphasis on appreciation. And then I do a talk about striving less, finding more, and giving thanks, uh, the practice and power of more finding and less searching as a way of expressing and living with more gratitude and appreciation. And today's Zen puzzler comes from a classic Zen story or Zen koan called Wash your bowl, very much in this theme of greater finding and less striving. I hope you appreciate and enjoy this episode. Let's do some sitting practice together. So just stopping this uh, simple, ordinary and extraordinary practice of bringing our awareness to our body, our breath, feelings and thoughts our experience. Yeah, Shinru Suzuki likes to say, you know, the Zen teacher Shinru Suzuki, Suzuki Roshi, uh, there's no other, for human beings, there's no other practice. Just bringing awareness to our awareness, our consciousness to what it's like to be here, alive, with uh, nothing, nothing lacking right now. And at the same time, uh, keeping it simple, bringing awareness uh, to the breath, using the breath as a anchor, breathing in, breathing out. What a relief to not need to change anything or do anything differently. 
letting go of to-do lists, letting go of the activity of the day. It will all be, it will all be available whenever we need it. And, and I think this deep knowing that creating space, allowing space will support our activities, our conversations, relationships, presence. So we're, we're doing this, you know, for some benefit and at the same time of letting it go. It's the great uh, paradox of meditation practice and I think of being human. Um, cultivating and allowing this state of mind of nothing lacking, no need right now to be judgmental or comparative, just this radical sense of acceptance, curiosity, Warm-hearted curiosity, warm-hearted curiosity with whatever we're feeling, whether we're grieving or celebrating calm or not so calm, it doesn't matter. We're just here cultivating Curiosity, curiosity mixed with this sense of warm heartedness, building, building inner, inner resources there, allowing our inner resources to grow and develop. And breathing in and breathing out. Just uh, appreciating each breath. And appreciating our full ordinary and extraordinary uh, experience. And so please, uh, uh, feel free to pause and continue sitting. And uh, I'm I'm going to uh, ring the bell and do a short uh, short talk.
strive less, find more, give thanks. Uh, this feels like a, a prescription for how I want to live my life with uh, less striving, more finding, and, uh, and giving thanks, uh, more a sense of uh, acknowledging the beauty and sacredness of being human. And I'm reminded of, I'm reminded of a book, uh, Siddhartha by Herman Hesse. And I think I first read this when I was a freshman at Rutgers University, and it made quite an impression on me. And I've, I've been uh, rereading it. In fact, I like to, every few years, uh, reread it. And it's a work of fiction that parallels the story of the Buddha with that of a young person's search for meaning and authenticity. In the book, Siddhartha, you know, becomes a follower of the Buddha and then for a short time uh, decides that he needs to, in the last chapter toward the end of the book, uh, you know, Siddhartha has now uh, grown older and content after a lifetime of exploration. And he's become a ferry person, a person taking people from one side of the river to the other, which of course is a metaphor for helping others to find their way, right? So he's finally, uh, after a lifetime of striving and ups and downs and he settles on this way of life of ferrying people across the river, helping people find their way. And he, uh, he meets his long lost dear friend, Govinda. And after so much time, uh, Govinda doesn't recognize someone who had been, he had been close friends with, he doesn't recognize uh, Siddhartha. And uh, Govinda shares with him that he, that he continues to be a longtime follower of the Buddha. So for a while they were together following uh, the Buddha and um, Siddhartha left and went off exploring. He felt like he needed to have many more life experiences. But all these years, uh, Govinda is still following the Buddha, experiencing a, you know, a lifetime of uh, striving and searching. And Siddhartha draws his attention to his friend's striving nature. And he says, when someone seeks, then it easily happens that his eyes see only the thing that he seeks. And he's able to find nothing. He takes in nothing because he always thinks only about the thing he is seeking. But finding means being free, being open having no goal. In striving toward your goal, you fail to see certain things that are right under your nose. I thought this was, um, you know, beautiful, beautiful lines that have stayed with me all these years and that I keep coming back to. And, you know, and of course, of course, there's, you know, there's some searching involved in our lives or even using this as bringing this down to meditation practice, you know, there's something that brings us to practice 
meditation or mindfulness or whatever we might be doing, we might be searching right for less stress or more equanimity or more appreciation um, in our work lives. We might be searching for more focus, better results, or however we've defined a success. But there's something about this practice, like in meditation, you know, these various intentions or goals bring us to the practice. Once we sit, the practice is to uh, let it go, uh, to train ourselves, to cultivate a state of mind of acceptance, of curiosity, of warm-heartedness and appreciation. And this practice is about being able to do that, uh, to shift into a greater sense of appreciation, to let go of striving. Right? This was, I think, one of the great lessons and paradoxes of the book Siddhartha. And I think, you know, Siddhartha is advocating uh, less stress, more acknowledging the sacredness of being alive and giving thanks, uh, appreciating everything. It's easy to think that we need to be searching and striving. Even I've noticed many, many people get into the habit of assuming that we need to be hard on ourselves in order to be successful in order to solve real problems. We do need to be clear about what we're doing. We do need to be skillful about how we speak and act. And our presence and our way of being matters a lot. But to me, it's a lot like, you know, when you go on a, on a job interview, uh, the more you want it and need it, the less attractive a candidate you are. You know, there's something about just showing up without needing anything, with a kind of inner strength and confidence, an attitude that you're just here to offer. Again, a little bit like Siddhartha. He was just, his life had become uh, just helping others from one shore to the next. So whether we're on a job interview or in all, all our relationships and how we show up in our lives, there's something about less striving and more finding, cultivating the sense of confidence, a way of uh, letting go of searching and increasing our sense of finding. When there's nothing lacking, you can be more yourself. You can live actually with greater freedom, more full functioning, and your real power. Yeah, less striving, more finding, uh, more giving thanks. I want to share a, uh, a poem by uh, Diane de Prima. Uh, this poem is called uh, Radio. I think I forgot to turn off the radio when I left my mother's womb. In Hasidic Judaism, it is said that before we're born, an angel enters the womb, strikes us on the mouth, and we forget all that we knew of previous lives, 
all that we know of heaven. I think that I forgot to forget. I was born into two places at once. In one, it was chilly, lonely, physical, and uncomfortable. In the other, I stayed in the dimension of spirit, what I knew. I knew I did not forget. Voices, the world of spirit held me in its arms. And I think this is a lot like, you know, the world of striving is the world of where it's chilly, lonely, physical, and uncomfortable. And we need that world. We need that world of loneliness, physicality, discomfort. But we also need the world of finding, the dimension of sacredness, of spirit, of being held, uh, being held, not needing anything. So please, I hope, uh, I hope you can play with, cultivate uh, less striving, more finding, and more giving thanks, more appreciation. Welcome to the Zen Bones Puzzler, where I will regularly be presenting a story or a Zen cone or a poem, something to contemplate, to think about, a story that has purpose. It's about developing greater insight and reflection, not so much for a solution, but as a way to support your practice, a kind of meditation in daily life. So today's Zen Bones Puzzler uh, comes from a, a very traditional Zen koan, and it's one that uh, it's one of the more popular koans, in, 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 at least in, in my world. And, and I've, uh, I've talked about this particular koan uh, many times over these years, and every time it's different for me. And I think it fits really beautifully in today's episode about uh, less, uh, less striving, more finding, more appreciation. And this koan is called uh, Wash Your Bowl, where a student arrives at the monastery and says to the teacher, uh, please teach me, right? Very, very common. I've arrived, right? Please teach me. And the teacher uh, looks at the student and asks, uh, have you eaten breakfast? And the student responds, yes, I have. And the teacher says, uh, wash your bowl and walks away. Right. So again, I think, uh, first of all, um, you know, these, Zen koans, these Zen puzzlers, um, they don't have answers. They're meant to be uh, inspirational. They're meant to free us from our habit energy. And um, one way to work with this is uh, just to stay with the words of the teacher, right? Wash your bowl, wash your bowl. You might 
um, write about it. You might write it down on a piece of paper. But I think uh, here, the it's a simple but profound lesson on right, the sense uh, that the student, you know, we're, we're all striving. We are all striving for something, right? The, you know, the purpose of our lives, I think, is to find, uh, find freedom, find our true nature, find our real selves. But there's a beautiful line, you know, where a Zen teacher Shinryu Suzuki says, right, this is the purpose of our lives. But the, the secret, the secret is that we find it uh, in every step that we take or here in this Zen puzzler. The secret is that we find it not from the words of the teacher so much, but we find it from realizing that we already have it. Just go wash your bowl. Just go eat your dinner. Just go whatever, whatever we're doing. Uh, that's where the teaching is. Let go of striving and shift into a sense of finding, a sense of uh, no difference in searching and finding, uh, no difference in ordinary and sacred just uh, completely uh, be yourself find freedom in uh, in everything that we do right this is a story of uh, finding instead of searching the real teaching is in our awareness our experience uh, learning growing building strength and character from everything that we do, uh, letting go of any sense that something is uh, missing or lacking. Yeah. Uh, so the student says, uh, I'm here, uh, please um, teach me. And the teacher says, uh, have you eaten your breakfast? Yes. Yeah. Wash your bowl. Uh, please, um, Enjoy, enjoy immensely uh, washing your bowl. Thank you. Listen in each week for interviews, teachings, and guided meditations. You'll receive supportive tools for creating more meaningful work and mindfulness practices to develop yourself, to influence your organization, and to help change the world. Thank you for listening.